Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Pastor Farrell Shepherd of the Allen Ford Baptist Church in Madisonville, Kentucky, and I'd like to welcome you to another Sending Forth a Light radio broadcast. This broadcast is for Tuesday, October 25th, and we're glad to be able to bring you this message over the Light and Truth Radio Network. Well, I've got a couple of good songs lined up right here. And so we're going to hear from Brother Travis Alltop and friends and then the Shepherd family. And as we look in the scripture today for this week's broadcast, we've got several texts of scripture in our message today. We're going to begin in Psalm chapter number 25 and verse 7. Again, we'll begin in Psalm 25 verse 7 if you'd like to be turning there. We'll also be turning to 1 Samuel chapter 2 verse 17. 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 22 and Titus chapter 2 and verse 6. Today's sermon is going to be dealing with the sins of the youth and a call to come to Jesus. I've entitled this message, A Remembrance and a Request. It's a remembrance of the sins of the youth and a request for youth to come to Jesus. As on yesterday's program, we began dealing with the sins of the youth and dealt with the sin of pride. Today, we're going to look back at that just a little bit more, and we're going to look at another one, and that is sensual pleasure. So I hope you'll stay tuned and enjoy the message as it was preached live from the pulpit of the Island Ford Baptist Church in Madisonville, Kentucky. Psalm chapter number 25. I'm going to have several texts to get us started off this morning. And I'm preaching a topical message. One verse from Psalm 25. And also we're going to be going to 1 Samuel chapter number 2. And then we'll be going to the New Testament. Psalm 25 and verse number 7. The Bible says, Remember not the sins of my youth, nor my transgressions. According to thy mercy, remember thou me for thy goodness sake. O Lord. You might notice verse number 6. He said, Remember, O Lord, thy tender mercies and thy loving kindness. So he's saying here, Lord, remember mercy, but forget my sins. That's what he's saying. Lord, remember mercy, but don't remember my sins. All right, look in 1 Samuel chapter number 2 and verse number 17. The Bible's talking about Eli's sons. Wherefore, the sin of the young men was very great before the Lord, for men abhorred the offering of the Lord. Also go now to 2 Timothy chapter number 2. 2 Timothy chapter 2. And while you're getting there, I'll say, he said, Remember not the sins of my youth. I underline that phrase, sins of my youth. First Samuel chapter 2, we talk about the sin of the young men. So I'm going to be dealing with the sins of the youth today. That's not my title. I'll give you my title in a minute. Brother Steve will like it. It's two lines long. Amen. And uh, be a blessing. <laughs> Second Samuel chapter 2, verse 22. You could underline these first four words. Flee also youthful lusts. But follow righteousness, faith, charity, peace with them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Back just a page or two, Titus chapter 2 and verse number 6. Young men likewise exhort 
to be sober-minded. So you notice in all these texts that I read, he's mentioned sins of youth, young men, youthful lusts, and young men again. Amen. I want to, I want to preach on this thought and really directed my message to the young people, but it'll be, it'll fit every one of us. But I want to preach on this. A remembrance of youthful sins and a request for youth to come to Christ. A remembrance of youthful sins and a request for youth to come to Christ. Amen. So Paul felt led of the Holy Ghost, led of God to warn this preacher, flee youthful lust. Amen. He warned him to follow after righteousness and faith and charity and peace. There are certain sins that seem to hold more influence and sway on the younger person, especially those, he talks about fornication being a sin against your own body. Those bodily sins sometimes are more related or relative to young people in particular, seem to hold more sway over them. And so Paul warned Timothy to beware his age. And I say to you young people, be alert. The devil loves to take down young people early. He's not going to let up on on us old heads, but he's going to keep well, on y'all old heads. Us young people got to be careful. Amen. Amen. But seriously, we got uh, the devil loves to take uh, advantage of young people and trip them up if he can. And so Paul said, be aware of it. Be aware of your age. Be aware of your humanity. Be aware of the dangers that are out there, the lures of the flesh. And those things that, that that might cause you trouble. He said, you ought to run away from them. Just get away from them. Amen. Amen. So he said, you run from those things with a godly fear. Chase after these other things with a godly determination. Amen. These things of righteousness and faith and charity and peace. And then Titus chapter 2 verse 6, he's talking to a preacher again. And he says to him, when you're preaching, be sure to exhort these young men to be sober-minded. Amen. To be sober-minded. In other words, not to always have their heads up in the cloud, not to be always in a dream world, but to be serious and to be settled, amen. Have some mature thinking about these these things that young people might face, amen. And I'm saying to you today, there are, excuse me, there are dangers when we fail to rise up and stand up against those sins that come against us. When we just... Go right along like they're not going to bother us. Well, I'm in church on Sunday morning, Sunday night. That doesn't matter. The line's still roaring against you. Amen. Well, I come from a good family. That does not matter. The line is still roaring against you. Amen. Amen. Samson came from a good family. Amen. Samson came from, had a godly mother and a godly father. They had some convictions. And the line roared against Samson. Amen. Now I'll say more about those things. Now these two main points, as I said, uh, the remembrance of youthful sins and the request for young people to come to Christ or for youth to come to Christ. First of all, I'll deal with this remembrance of youthful sins. The psalmist said in Psalm 25, 7, he talked about the sins of his youth. Amen. These sins in all these other verses, sins that are very prominent among young people. And so with that in mind, I'd like to deal with a few of those sins and this is not an extensive, and I don't have time, of course, neither do you for me to deal with this extensively. But let me just throw out some things that I believe primarily affect young people more than they do sometimes perhaps older people. Number one, the sin of pride. The sin of pride. Pride of heart. Pride of apparel. Pride of power and parts. Amen. Pride of this 
human body. Amen. First Timothy chapter 3, verse number 6, he's given the qualifications of a preacher and a bishop. He says, not a novice. Why not a novice? Lest being lifted up with pride. Amen. Lest being lifted up with pride, he fall into the condemnation of the devil. Young men, and I would say men, young women as well, young people tend sometimes are apt to be proud of their health. They don't have the aching bones. Amen. They don't have the faltering steps. Amen. They can, listen, my, my dad and I, when we were there at, at, working at his garden, there was a place that they, just a place where they pile up all kinds of old stuff and they, they'd cut a tree down, just pile it over in it. It's an old building that fell down in the corner. It didn't have nothing but some center block walls left. The roof had rotted away. All that was rotted away. But there was some wire in there that we needed to get because we was going to string up his beans, put up some posts and run some hog wire uh, for the beans to climb. And there's a, a roll, almost looked like a whole roll, never been used, of hog wire in there. But I'm telling you, we had to go through uh, briars and through all these limbs and everything. And I said, Dad, I believe right here's a good way. I think I can crawl in there. Dad said, no, hang on. Let me walk across it. And when he's walking up on some of that, we had to take a saw and saw it away and, and move some things and all that. I told him we cleared it right away to get to that stuff. Amen. But as as he is going, as a couple times, Dad sort of stumbled. And one time he slipped off the tree and, and slid down the side. And he said to me, he said, you're going to find out as you get older that you don't have the balance you used to have. Young people be proud of the fact that they got all kinds of balance. They got all, I mean, they are able to handle it. They can handle anything. You gotta be careful. You get lifted up in pride because pride goeth before destruction and the Holy Spirit before the fall. Amen. Many times young people are proud of their health. They're proud of their strength. They're proud of their friends. They're proud of their relations, their family. They're proud of their wit. They're proud of their wealth. They're proud of their wisdom. All these things that they take and they, they think, well, I've, I've got all these things and I'm lifted up in pride. Listen to me. All think through the Bible, God resisteth the proud. I, I could give you verse after verse and we went through some of them in the past, how that God hates pride. Amen. He hates pride so much that He will not allow pride in His presence. He's going to go to war against the, the heart that's proud. You think about Pharaoh. Pharaoh was lifted up in pride. He, when Moses said, the Lord said, let my people go, Pharaoh said, who is the Lord? And I should obey Him. Well, he found out who he was. He had a, he had a very sad end. All those plagues that came upon him, Amen. Yet he didn't humble himself. He hardened himself. Amen. All those plagues one after another. Then finally he was broke when his firstborn was, was killed. But that didn't stop him. He went back after him, chased him right into the Red Sea. But he found out who God was when God rolled the waters in on him and washed his crowd away. Amen. Moses and them sang on the other side. Amen. Because God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. Amen. God had done that for His people with Pharaoh. I can talk about a lot of Haman's pride. You remember that? Haman said, I don't care how many people bow to me if this one man does it. He was not satisfied. He wanted everybody to bow to him. He wanted to have the utmost of all respect, that even when he didn't deserve that respect. And Haman was filled with pride. But you know what happened to Haman? Hanged on his own gallows. Amen. I can talk about Herod's pride. They said he speaks like a god. Lifted up in pride. And the worms ate him, the Bible says. Amen. 
I could go on and on and on. How about that? I'll give you one more. Belshazzar's pride. Belshazzar is on the top of his game, buddy. He's the ruler of the empire that ruled the world at that time. He's getting, he's having such a big time, such a big party. They're getting drunk, drinking out of the goblets out from the tabernacle, those, those vessels that were made to use holy things. They were drinking wine out of those vessels. He was lifted up in pride, but his knees got to knocking when a hand appeared and a finger began to write on the wall. Amen. And that night, Belshazzar met his maker that night. Amen. Pride, pride brings you to the judgment of God. Amen. Again, I could list verse after verse telling you that these are the things that God hates. Pride, the sin of pride. Number two, sensual pleasure. Many times, and this is just given to young people, you can just see it, they're given to pleasure. They're, they're for having fun. Everything's for fun. And uh, we, you never totally outgrow that, but after a while, there's things you realize there's a lot of stuff just got to be done, fun or not fun, it's just got to be done, and you're going to have to labor and get it done. But young people have the idea of just having fun. And you think about this, I mentioned Samson a moment ago. Samson was a young man that was given over to pleasure. Amen. He is given over to his own sensual satisfaction. Amen. In Judges chapter number 14, verse number 10, here's what the Bible said. The Bible said, so his father went down unto the woman. Talking about that woman at Timnath. You remember that? So let me read again. So his father went down unto the woman and Samson made there a feast for so used the young men to do. There's that phrase, young men. They had a big feast. By the way, there's nothing wrong with feasting. Even in the case of Samson, there's nothing wrong with having that feast. But Samson feasted on sensual things. That was his lifestyle. By the way, that was his ruin. But it says so used to young men to do. Samson had a problem with his eyes. He kept looking at the wrong things. He kept longing for the wrong things. Amen. I've said it before. I believe it's so. That God did not cause Samson to be that way. But God was going to use that to bring Samson to the place he wanted to bring him to. Amen. But the devil's also going to use that to bring Samson to the place he wanted to bring him to. And he did. Amen. He did. Sensual pleasures. Amen. Samson's sensuality got him into trouble time after time. Finally cost him his eyes. Finally cost him his strength. Cost him his freedom. Cost him his power with God. Amen. There are things that young people can do that are not necessarily sinful. And yet they're fleshly. They're not productive. Amen. There are things that will cost you the presence of God. Grieves the Holy Ghost. Things that you can do that might cost you your your fellowship with God. Cost you your power with God. And cause you to lose your testimony. Amen. Uh, Thomas Brooks said that these sensual pleasures are like the locusts that are prophesied uh, about in the book of Revelation. I'd never thought about this. In Revelation chapter 7, uh, chapter 9, verse 7, the Bible said, "...in the shape of the locusts were like unto horses prepared unto battle, and on their heads were, as it were, crowns like gold, and their faces were as the faces of men." Verse 10 says, "...and they had tails like unto scorpions, but there were stings in their tails, and their power was to hurt men five months." Here's what what Thomas Brooks said about these locusts. He said these locusts had on their heads as it were crowns of gold. They were not actually crowns of gold. They just looked like crowns of gold. But in their tails they had actual stings that hurt 
for five months. Amen. He said that's how sensual pleasures are. They appear to young men and women like crowns of gold. But in reality, in the end, they have a sting that hurts man. Amen. Well, that is true, isn't it? Amen. He says, he said sensual, I'm quoting, sensual pleasures are but seeming and appearing pleasures, but the pains that attend them are true and real. He that delights in sensual pleasures shall find his greatest pleasures become his bitterest pains. Amen. Solomon saw the folly in all that in Ecclesiastes chapter number one, verse number eight, the last phrase. He said, the eye is not satisfied with seeing, nor the ear filled with hearing. Solomon realized all those things he was chasing after, he never get filled. He never get satisfied. Amen. He went on to call it vanity of vanities. He saw it as utterly detestable, utterly despicable. So there's the sin of pride. There's the, there's the uh, sensual pleasures. And that's all the time we have for today's broadcast. So we're going to have to break in the message right there. But Lord willing, we'll be back tomorrow and continue this message throughout this week. Hope you'll tune in this same time every Monday through Friday for another Sending Forth the Light radio broadcast. Until then, this is Pastor Farrell Shepherd saying good day and God bless you.